What's going on, you beautiful human? You're listening to the Spiritual Show podcast from thespiritualroom.co. This podcast is a space where we blend ancient wisdom with new age teachings around spirituality, awakening, quantum physics, astrology, and more. Join us for weekly episodes where we dive deep into this truth and expand our consciousness as a collective. Hello, you beautiful light being. This is Danielle Grant, and I will be your host on today's Spiritual Show. Today on The Spiritual Show, this is a replay coming out of the Facebook community where we are talking about spiritual awakening and spiritual ascension. Now, this conversation is actually the exact same conversation, but it is positioned in society a little bit different where we talk about awakening as something that we do at the beginning and ascension as something that we do the whole way through when they're each actually the exact same thing as mentioned. So let's go ahead and dive into this today. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode or from this podcast, please share about them or leave us a rating and review as that is how people are going to hear about us. And if you haven't already come hop over to the spiritual room, Facebook community, where we are hosting these live streams and we are continuing to deepen the conversation around spirituality. But without further ado, let's roll into today's show. Okay, so we are here today because I want to talk about uh, the spiritual ascension, a spiritual awakening journey. And I had just posted in here, actually, that uh, my group's here. I posted a carousel in here that was labeled ascension phases you have not heard about. And looks like this in the group. You can see it there. Cool. Mike got that app. Awesome. Ascension and awakening are essentially, (laughs) look at that the same thing because when you uh begin to awaken you're awakening to a higher version of yourself and in that awakening is the awakening into your ascension and in your ascension is is uh ascending into higher states of frequency right so this conversation around spiritual awakening is really about ascending into a greater version of yourself so it's kind of two parts one part is awakening to the spiritual awakening conversation and what that looks like and that's what we're going to touch on today and also what the greater ascension journey looks like because once you awaken there is a whole infinite truly reality available for you and in that post that i made in the facebook community ascension phases you have not heard about there's so many more that you experience beyond that but those are just like quite a few of the ones that i found that you would experience right so let's ground ourselves in this conversation today around spiritual awakening because this is the place that a lot of people are at. They're awakening to this understanding that there's something greater within them. They're awakening to higher self. They're awakening to ego self. They're awakening to consciousness, uh, law of attraction, quantum physics, all these things, right? So they are awakening to these things. And in that awakening process, typically um, you start to notice things. So like, I'm just going to read off of a list here. So signs of a spiritual awakening. Again, this is not necessarily the ascension conversation, but is the awakening conversation. All right. So your behavior spontaneously, spontaneously, spontaneously begins to change for the better. So this could look like you wanting to have healthier lifestyle habits. This could look like you wanting to journal. This could look like you seeking different relationships. But all of a sudden you're seeking something different in your life, like a change of some sort. The next sign of a spiritual awakening stage, whatever you want to call it. And I've talked about this before on the Spiritual Show podcast, and you'll notice that this conversation like is presented in so many different ways because it's so different for everybody, right? There's not one size fits all. But another sign of a spiritual awakening is you're experiencing a deepening of your emotional uh, wellspring. So you're deepening your emotional awareness. You're deepening emotional intelligence, right? 
I am not this fear that I am feeling. I am not this overwhelm that I am feeling. Or what is this feeling that I'm feeling, right? You're deepening more into that space of inquiring that. Uh, the other one is that you're slowing down and reflecting on your past to understand the present, right? You're, you're slowing down to ask yourself, like, why am I doing that? Or where did that come from? Simple reflection, simple even journaling, right? A journaling is a, a gateway to that. Another one is your priorities and values are shifting from material towards spiritual. So you're moving away from this desire to keep up with the Joneses, to buy things to make you feel better, and you're more wanting to surround yourself with uh, people that are evolving. You're wanting to be more mindful in your life. You're wanting to uh, maybe not take action some of the things that would be low vibe, like drinking, partying, stuff like that. So your priorities and values shift from material towards spiritual desires. Another one is your inner world is becoming a primary aspect of your life experience. So basically uh, what you're starting to realize is that when you put attention to something, you're starting to realize that it can manifest or can realize itself. And so you're starting to see that there's some sort of inner working within you that uh, correlates to the physical existence outside of you, right? The first place you see this show up is manifestation, law of attraction. That's the first place people are like, uh, into the spiritual awakening is like, oh, I can manifest, I can change my reality, right? So you, your inner world becomes a primary aspect of your life experience. Another one is you begin to hold the tension of opposites together within you. So you begin to hold this uh, identity of who you once were, and you hold this identity of what who you want to become. So now you can kind of see the two very clearly, and you can feel the in-between gap in between the two of like, oh, it's scary to get to the other side, or I don't know if I can do it, or what is over there, and what is the unknown, right? So you're starting to feel the two tensions. And again, this is the spiritual awakening conversation. So you're starting to awaken to like, there's something greater within me. Another one is you're experiencing a growing sense of okayness and inner freedom. You're starting to realize like you're good in life. You don't need outside validations. You don't need uh, people uh, letting you know when you can do things like you are okay with what's going on and you understand that you actually have the power. You actually hold it within you. Right. And again, these are things you awaken to. So it's not like you just all of a sudden wake up one day and you're like awake. You slowly see these things. You slowly look at your behaviors. You slowly see your old self. You slowly see the gap in between. Like it's like a gradual buildup of an awakening, right? Another one is you're willing to be honest with yourself and take personal personal responsibility. So this is a big one. You no longer blame other people and you start to see how your uh, involvement in that experience became that experience, really, right? So it's no longer about somebody did this to me. It's about, oh, I see how I interpreted that in that experience and how am I holding it to be true within myself, right? So it's this awakening of I don't have to believe that to be true. Another one is you're making new lifestyle decisions in alignment with your moral and spiritual values. So again, perhaps you're eating uh, less meat, which is not necessarily a stipulation of being spiritual for the record. Um, as much as people want to believe that to be true, you can. It's definitely personal preference, but it is not a gateway to spiritual awakening and ascension. Just going to throw that one out there. Um, you might want to change the way that you're drinking, change the way that perhaps you're using drugs. There is a great illusion in the spiritual world that unless you are uh, extremely clean and not eating meat and all of these things that you cannot reach enlightenment. And that is the farthest thing from the truth and extremely e egotistical. And as you stay in my world, you'll begin to see how I expand that for you uh, so you can find the truth within that for yourself. But 
you begin to make different lifestyle decisions. So you most likely are uh, be ha- living in a healthier body. Again, you're seeking more of those like yoga, mindful, meditative uh, experiences or communities. You're wanting to be around people that are changing and growing instead of people that are stagnant and stuck, right? Another one is you're realizing all interconnectedness nature with all things, right? Going back to manifestation, going back to I am the creator, going back to what I believe to be true is what is. And if I put positive thoughts out, I attain a positive reality back, right? So that is the overarching kind of like reality that we live within where we're starting to awaken to like something greater is happening. So for those of you guys that are watching live and anyone watching the replay, let me know where did you find yourself in that awakening journey? Where did you find yourself in that process um, of it? Are you like, yeah, I'm really aware of like my inner self controls my outer self. I'm really aware that what I hold on to dictates my future. I'm really aware that, um, I'm seeking something greater. I'm really aware that I'm craving deeper relationships. Like, are you aware of these things? Where do you find yourself in the awakening journey? Right. And at times it can be really confusing because it feels like your life is falling apart. Honestly, like it feels like everything is crumbling, but the reality of it is, is it's crumbling to rebuild and it has to crumble in order to rebuild. And so the awakening process at times can feel very chaotic and can feel very just what is going on in my existence in my life. And that's completely normal. It is completely normal. And when you try to suppress it or say like it doesn't exist or why is this happening to me, then you were, you're not actually allowing the awakening process to happen because the awakening process is about breaking down to uh, breakthrough. That is a big part of it. So that is the first part of the spiritual awakening. And now I want to dive more into the um, Mike says aware and in the midst of it, the slides you posted were right on. Yeah, so now I'm going to go more into the ascension part. So that part that I just talked about there was the um, awakening part, which is, yeah, you're starting to awaken to this conversation that there's something more. And most likely, if you're listening to this on the podcast or you're in the community, uh, which if you're not in the community, get to the community, uh, you are already awake, like you're already on this conversation or you're just learning. So welcome. But beyond that is then this understanding of ascension, because once you awaken, now it's like, oh, actually, I get to ascend into higher states of consciousness. And so the carousel that I posted in the group, which I will actually uh, take right here right now because I can. Let's just take that. These, this carousel and this information is about the next part of that journey. So once you awaken to what is, now you move into more of an ascension aspect because now you're able to actually start talking about ascension. Oh, how does, I don't even know if I can share that. Anyways, you start talking about ascension because now you're awakened to what is, right? So let's just go through this quickly. Uh, and I labeled it ascension phases you have not heard about. Maybe you have heard about some of them. Maybe you haven't, right? And again, there's there's many ways we experience these. So the first one is the beginning. So there's the awakening, which is what I just went through. There's the dark night of the soul. There is the thirst for knowledge. And then there's family and friends fall away. I want to remind you as well that this is not a one and done situation. Okay, you don't just awaken once. You're always awakening and ascending into higher versions of yourself. So you could actually be having a dark night of a soul experience right at the beginning of your awakening journey. And then you could have another a dark night of the soul experience months, years down the road. That's happening because your energetic field, your state of consciousness is in a new aspect. And that aspect gets to have a dark night of the soul. Right. So this whole conversation of awakening ascension is really very fluid. It's very dimensional. It's not just this one and done situation. And I have a podcast coming out on the dark night of the soul and the shadow self that I recorded in the Facebook community that's diving into this understanding of what the dark night of the soul is and presenting it from a lens of it gets to show up at a new 
ascension point. It gets to show up when you evolve. It gets to show up when you continue to do the work for yourself because that's the ego low vibe aspect of you that's dissolving and fading away. So of course it has to show up at the next state of evolution for you because that's the aspect that's actually dissolving, right? So the beginning is the awakening, the dark night of the soul, the first, the thirst for knowledge and family and friends start to fall away. The family and friends start to fall away because your frequency no longer becomes in resonance with them. That's why it really happens. And it's not, um, a negative thing, actually, it's it's a very inspiring thing because two things will happen. One is you'll most likely ascend into higher states of consciousness because you'll be surrounded by greater people that aren't those vibes. Sometimes we can't get rid of them, right? There are people, there are there are loved ones. But the other part of it is, as those people start to fall away, you make room for new people. And as you make room for new people, those people that fell away are still watching you and seeing what you're up to. And so they're actually the ones that are going to evolve when you keep evolving. So that's kind of like the other part of that is, is some people are like, oh, I'm losing friends and family. Yeah, but they might come back around. They may come back around and be like, hey, I've been following you for a year after you talked to me. And like, I actually am really curious about what you're up to. So don't ever discredit that or be in a place of like, oh, something's wrong or this is terrible. It's actually part of the process. And it's one, allowing space for a new to come in. And two, it's actually serving those people that are falling away. So that's like a really big one that I know a lot of people can get hung up on. We have physical shifts. We have high pitch in the ears. We have light flickering visions and blurry eyes. We have uh, some people go through a no sex phase or a no alcohol phase. Uh, maybe no meat phase. This one is kind of, uh, well, not kind of, it is expansive. It could be different for every single person. But basically, the point of it is your chakra centers and your auric field, which are two different systems, but actually one of each, like one of each other, need to do some sort of upgrade. And that's when you will typically find yourself maybe having a less of a sex drive, because your lower so chakra centers are changing and transforming and frequency, right? And then as well as like, uh, the no uh, alcoholic uh, beverages or or drugs or anything like that is to allow the auric field to not become numb to the thoughts is like really the point of it. But this could look in so many different places, but it's the physical shifts, you stop eating certain things, you stop drinking certain things, you stop behaving certain ways. You're starting to have more of your human vessel turn on to higher frequencies, which why you have pitching in the ears, which why you can start to see um, like orbs of light, why you start to have maybe blurry vision and stuff. Your physical body is shifting into higher states of frequency because just by you turning on to spirituality, you've awakened a frequency within you that now changes the physical body, right? So that is the whole physical shift. So you go from the awakening, the beginning phase of like, oh, what's going on? Oh, things are really changing. Shit's crazy. And then you move into, oh, my body is changing. Things are starting to happen. My behaviors are starting to change, right? The physical vessel starts to change. Then you go into the meeting of the light. And this again looks different for everybody. You don't go through these phases sequentially. Some of them are super long. Some of them are super short phases. It just depends on the journey that you're in, right? Again, this is totally subjective for everybody. So meet the light. So the light worker phase is on, meaning that you're understanding that you're actually of conscious energy. You're actually of a light body and that you're a spiritual being having a physical existence is what it is. And so you're starting to turn on that I am actually a light body, right? I am a light worker. We are all actually light workers because we are all here to ascend consciousness on planet Earth, which makes us all light workers, right? In physical bodies. We're wearing uh we're wearing masks, right? We're wearing physical bodies. Then you have the world flips and you start to live into higher densities. So uh, higher dimensions. So now 
Um, basically you, you really start having awareness on all the lower vibe experiences that you're living within. And you start seeing how more high vibe experiences are coming in that most likely look like challenges, opportunities to grow. And those blending of the two increase your state of awareness, which allows you to go into higher states of density, which is third density, fourth density, and fifth density, which I am actually going to do a series on because you guys need to understand what these densities are to continue your journey and to break through whatever, whatever aspect of the density that you're in. So again, you meet the light, you start understanding, oh, I am of light energy, like I am here to do this kind of work uh, in any capacity. You start to really see the low vibe experiences, you start to see the higher self, the higher experiences that are available for you. And in this point, you really start to like seek, like, what is my purpose in this, right? And that's the point where people kind of uh, get to in it, where they're like, I'm seeking something greater. And I had just done a, a podcast episode on purpose or in the community last week. And it's about this point that like, it's not just one purpose. It's about this, this evolving purpose of being a, a spiritual being, having a human experience, but you start seeking something greater than probably what you're doing right now. Now, I just want to stop for a second because this can look like this isn't just the way that it looks for light workers. Like light workers have corporate jobs. Light workers are stay at home mom and dads. You know what I'm saying? Like the spiritual awakening journey doesn't uh, discriminate between anyone's physical title, so to speak. Right. So you could be, for instance, a stay at home dad who um, is going through these phases and all of a sudden you're internally like, I feel like there's something more for me than just being a dad and being a husband and being a partner or whatever. Like there's something more for me. And you're awake, like you do the meditations, you do the reflections, you've lost friends, you've felt the physical shifts, you're doing all these things. And you're like, I feel like there's something more. Yeah, there probably is something more. And it doesn't mean that it's not being a stay at home dad, but it might mean that there's a greater purpose for you to be in a community, right? There's a greater purpose for you to collaborate with somebody. There's a greater purpose for you to maybe start a side thing that you want to be doing, right? So again, it looks different for everybody. Maybe you are a corporate employee and all of a sudden you have this greater yearning and desire to do something greater and bigger. And you find yourself working on things like Mike's working on a blog to share his stories, to share his journey so that he can support people to go through that journey as well and to get to the other side, right? There's a greater purpose within you and it's not just looking like you're some spiritual guide or teacher. It can look like whatever you are in whatever you are. Again, these are phases for everyone's life and it's not subjective to the physical reality and the jobs that we hold. I just wanted to share that because I know a lot of times people think that their purpose is, if I don't know what my purpose is, but I'm on this spiritual journey, it must be specifically to do the spiritual work. That's not necessarily true. It just means that you have a purpose within you that's calling you in this moment. And what is that purpose in this moment that you're starting to turn on to, right? That one can kind of be tricky for people. The next one is the work becomes essential. So you start realizing that I actually need to prioritize the self-care work. I need to prioritize the meditations. I need to prioritize the self-reflection. I need to prioritize this work because in order for me to keep awakening and keep ascending, this is the way to do it. So you start to have this great yearning to want to create the habits to do it, to join these communities, to be in these experiences, because that is the work that's calling you to keep you in the ascended state, right? So you have this great desire to do the work. Right. And that's something you hear all the time in this community. I'm doing the work, do the work, do the work. Right. Yeah. Because the work is showing up to create the ascension is what it is. And then the next part of the meeting, the light is the galactic fam connection. So family connection. Now you start realizing like I do have angels and guides. Maybe you're seeing three, 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 two, two, two. You're starting to see synchronicities like that. Now you're starting to embody a light aspect of you that can start to bring in synchronicities of angel numbers, like those repeating numbers on plates or clocks or stuff like that. They can start to bring in some intuitive guides and nudges that come to you through your intuitive self. 
you're embodying more of your light self. So you're starting to access more of that, right? And this is something you see in religion all the time too, right? Like we have guides and angels and yeah, they do exist and we're praying to them. But when you awaken spiritually and you start to move through these phases of ascension, you start to actually hear them. You start to actually connect to them. And that's because you're accessing a higher state of frequency, right? And this can freak, freak people out because people are like, is that actually me? Or like, is that me? Right. And it is you. It's, it's, it's an aspect of you that's communicating to you through what you would perceive as like a spiritual guide angel, right? Now, beyond this one conversation of the spiritual angels and guides is the conversation of your higher self, which is your angels and guides, which is you essentially, right? But we're not talking about that here today. We can talk about it another day. So that's meeting the light, right? So we have the beginning, we have physical shifts, we have meeting the light, and then we have accessing higher self. So this part is now like you're really starting to embody the spiritual self. You're starting to understand that there's an ego self and a higher self. You're starting to see that there's challenges between breaking free of your old identity and moving into your new identity, right? Third eye and downloads on high speed. What I mean by that is the downloads and third eye that you're starting to hear is you're starting to really feel the desire to make changes. You're really starting to feel uh, the pressure building inside of you that's wanting different things. You're really starting to hear downloads from your higher self of like things that you could be doing, uh, projects that you could be completing, uh, businesses that you can be starting, people that you could be reaching out to. Your third eye is the connection to your highest self, right? So if you think from your chakra system, you go up from the root, solar, sacral, throat, um, or heart, throat, third eye and crown, right? So you start moving up. So as you start ascending, you start activating these centers of energy of consciousness. And when you get to here, the third eye, you start to access more of your higher self, right? Of that upper self that's saying, Hey, look here, do that. What about this thing in your life? That's not working, right? So now you're starting to access more of that higher self. Then you also find this need that I need community because you want to be understood. You don't want to feel crazy. You don't want to feel alone. You don't want to feel isolated. So now you really start seeking these communities because you're seeking more information because the spiritual awakening journey, there's a lot of information out there in the world that you can find and it will flow to you very easily. But the greater ascension conversation is a little bit harder to find. And that's when you start finding yourself in communities or maybe the spiritual show podcast because you're like, there's something more that I'm just not quite getting. And that's what you're getting here in the spiritual show and in the spiritual room is that thing that you're not quite getting. Because uh, I'm passionate about teaching you about the thing that I've learned that I just couldn't quite figure out, right? Which is consciousness. Uh, skin breakouts. So again, the crystalline structures start activating. If you can notice on my skin right now, I'm having quite a, a big breakout. Uh, for the last month, month and a half, I've been going through a massive transformation and transition in my own life, which means my energy centers and my being is changing, which means my physical body is changing. And that can typically look like breakouts because your energy is changing its frequency and the body has to go through that transformation as well. And this is sometimes how it looks, right? This is how it transmutes energy because it's trying to push those lower frequencies out of our being and they typically surface around here where the alchemy of our lower self and our higher self starts to happen, right? And that's one way that our physical body clears is through that, right? And again, this could be, you could have this happen to you years ago. You could have it happen to you months later. It could be another month later. Like, it's not like it just happens once and it goes away. As you ascend in consciousness and clear these old states of yourself, your physical body has to clear. And oftentimes we have back pain. We have zits. We have anxiety in our chest, right? These are all things in which we have sweating out of our armpits, right? Out of our feet. These are all which ways in which our body ex expels energy, consciousness of lower states. And that's often how it can look, right? 
when you are really transmuting those lower selves, your body has to go through that shift, which is why we often see acne. The other one is the higher self submerge in to the space of like, you know, the truth, you know, there's something greater, you know, that we're one, you know, that this is a collective, you're starting to understand that. Again, it's that higher self, there's no more separation from the ego self to the higher self. And you're starting to really be like, we're all one. And when I evolve, the around me evolves, right? And that's that concept. Because now you're not in this place of like, I'm only doing this for me, you're more in this place of like, everybody around me is better if I do this for me right? And that's higher self, that's self-love, that's self-care. And then you have the creation of new realities. So then you start to really see your reality change. Now your habits are changing, your behaviors are changing, you're most likely manifesting the things that you want. Um, you're feeling more high vibe, like things are changing, your identity is changing, right? And again, these are phases. The person I was six, six years ago is not the person I am today. I went through an ascension process through that, experiencing all of the symptoms that I'm sharing with you right now in that process. And then I got to a new phase in my life and I basically awoke in a new level and I went through the process all over again. You're going to be doing the same thing basically until the day that you die. Uh, so creation of new realities, you really start to see things changing because through your level of awareness. And then the last thing that I put on here is source alignment. So source alignment is basically where you come into uh, enlightenment, you come into oneness, you come into the awareness of enlightenment and oneness more than anything. And maybe I put some terminology on here, the 12, 24, and 36 DNA strands work. Uh, the states in which we can ascend from 3D, 4D, 5D, depending on the amount of states of consciousness in which we turn on, right? So that's kind of like the next level conversation in this spiritual ascension, because then you start to see, oh, I actually go through an ascension process that looks like this. But then I actually take this process of ascension and I do it through a certain frequency. And so now I have to take this process to move me through frequencies. And that's the conversation of the 12, 24 and 36 strand. Now, what I will ground us in is this. Most people have heard of this conversation of the 12 strands of DNA. And they look at it in this way. When we talk about the separation of the ego self from the higher self, that occurred when we separated in our DNA strands. And eons ago, we as humans became two strands. And we could only think in linear reality, in a two-dimensional reality. And that's the ego self. That's where we've been living. But as consciousness has been rising, we've been able to turn on more of these strands, these DNA strands that make up our energetic structure, which make up our physical structure, through awakening. And as more and more people awakened, more and more acts, um, DNA strands of the collective were able to turn on, which turned on more and more of these strands. And as more and more of them turned on making 12, we were then going to be in a place of awakening. Well, we're in a place of awakening. This is the beginning of the awakening. And as those 12 strands awakened, they turn into the 24 and the 36 and the 48, which would be the same as turning on to the third dimension, fourth dimension and fifth dimension. So the more that you awaken, the more that you go inwards, the more that you get grounded in what, it, in what is, is the more that you can turn on these DNA activation strands within you, which are essentially states of consciousness in which you awaken to. So again, that's the source alignment. And then you have the physical transformation. So, um, you know, a lot of people, as they go on the spiritual journey and do the spiritual work, look lighter. They look uh, more brighter. They look like they are very healthy because the physical uh, auric field is vibrating at such a, high, such a high frequency that it is emanating out so much like high vibe goodness that the physical structure is following suit and is feeling very vibrant and alive, right? And so again, it's phases that we can go through. 
Then there's the superpower phase that I put on here and the mastery phase begins, which is basically getting into enlightenment, which is basically getting into super consciousness, which is getting into source infinite intelligence. So as you can see in this conversation, there are so many different aspects to ascending. There's so many different things that we experience. And and it's it's not this linear thing like I talk about. Like it's not like this phase and this phase and this phase. It's literally like this phase and then over here and then like up here and then like down here. And if you're on the podcast, you can't see me, but it's basically just a shit show, honestly. And that's what you have to be comfortable with. That's the irony in this whole thing is that you, the human, has to find grounding and being comfortable with this journey that at times can feel very intense and remembering that it comes back up. Everything is is moving. So it's not like you just go through it. I cannot say that enough times because honestly, so many people are like, well, I'm already, I've already been doing this work. I'm already a light worker. It's like, yeah, you are a light worker, but your light worker self gets to keep expanding and keeps becoming more dimensional. And so what is the work that you're doing to do that? Right. Um, oh, I'm already, I'm already really aware of like my negative beliefs and stuff. Okay. Well, what else is there to look at though? Right. The whole spiritual awakening and ascension conversation is one of constant evolution. And the minute that you're finding yourself in this place of like, oh, I'm already at that phase, or I got that ascension, or I got that, you know, you're not in higher self because you're in this ego thinking of, oh, now that I got that, and then I got this, and then I got this, and then I'm going to complete this, and then I'm going to be done. That's the way that the ego human mind thinks, which isn't accurate. That's not how we are as beings. And so it's really leaning into this like, oh, it's an ebb and a flow. It's a yin and yang. It's a, it's a moving. It's a one minute I'm here. And then the next minute I'm here. And if you find yourself in a phase longer than the other, it's most likely because you don't have awareness that you're in that phase and there's something for you to take out of that phase. And until you look at it, you'll stay stuck there. Right? So one could be dark night of the shadow or dark night of the soul, the shadow work. Somebody, if they're not doing that work intentionally, which is just looking at your past self and looking at your Akashic record, that person can get stuck there. And they're like, why am I not moving in this awakening or in the ascension process? Well, most likely because you're not bringing awareness to that place, right? So then bring awareness to that place and then you can shift it into the next place, right? And that might look like whatever for you because everyone's on a different timeline. So I'm really grateful that we got to talk about this conversation because it's just so dimensional. Honestly, it's so dimensional and it just doesn't end to learn about it. And even myself, like I'll go through something and I'll be like, whoa, I'm back at like what feels like the beginning of the awakening process. Like this is crazy. And then like my body goes through the transformation and then my mind and then my physical reality changes. But it's just like every time it doesn't go away. So that is the biggest piece of, uh, you know, expansion that I can give you today is that knowing what the awakening and the ascension journey looks like and knowing kind of the layers and phases I gave you, where do you see yourself today? And, and looking at that, where do you see that you get to step into or where can you see that you're still holding on to, right? It's all about self-awareness at the end of the day. This whole conversation of awakening is about self-awareness is about awareness of what is awareness of the human awareness of the conscious self. That's all what it's grounded in. So for those of you guys that are watching live, let me know any questions or feedback that are coming up for you. For those of you guys that are watching the replay, also let me know uh, anything that is coming up for you. 
Yeah, and I'll just remind you guys as well that um, we have some stuff going on at the spiritual room. So we have the uh, conscious parenting workshop at the end of the month. We have a journaling workshop tomorrow that I'm running that's free. And uh, all that stuff is available in the calendars in the group community here. But you definitely don't want to get in on that. And the conscious parenting workshop is not just for parents. It's for anybody who is reparenting themselves, that's doing childhood work, that's wanting to be a better aunt, human, caregiver, teacher, guide, whatever. This conversation with Veronica in the Conscious Parenting Workshop is really going to expand what you know to be true and is bringing a completely different conversation to this. And that is what makes it different. That's what makes, that's what creates the changes when someone else shows up with something different uh, in terms of the dialogue that they're using to present a concept to you. So and same as the journal workshop that I'm doing tomorrow, that is going to be the same thing as well. So really excited that you guys were able to join me here today. Thank you for being here. Uh, you can catch this replay also on the podcast if you desire. And for those of you guys that are listening on the podcast, uh, come on over to the spiritual room. Say what's up. Say hello. We would love to have you here. And uh, if either of those two events appeal to you, then definitely hop in on those and get yourself registered. Mike says, you said we get to have a dark night of the soul. Why is that a good thing if they're typically painful? Yeah, because without the 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 feeling of pain, which is just the human uh, emotionalizing something, emotionalizing an experience, it's not painful. And that that feeling or that dark night of the soul is where your evolution comes from, because the dark night of the soul is the ego self, is the low vibe self being illuminated by a higher version of self. And so in that moment, the, the old self and the new self show up. And without that synergizing, which we would call the dark night of the soul, you can't have the disillusion of the old self, right? So you need that. And it's only as painful as you keep yourself there. Let me just say that uh, the perception of the painful dark night of the soul is typically more painful at the beginning of the awakening journey because you associate and attach to it being so painful and as you go through the awakening journey, you see that you can deploy more self-love and compassion towards the dark night of the soul experience. And that is actually what alleviates the emotional aspect, which makes it feel painful. So those who are just at the awakening stages feel like they're so painful because they are emotionalizing them so much. But in reality, it's just an old version of yourself coming up, being illuminated by a new version. And that light and dark is what allows it to fall. There's no pain in that. It's the ego self having to let go of itself. And it is that is what's painful. But the more that you do it, the less painful it becomes because the less power the ego self has and the more power the higher self has, which is the compassionate, loving, high vibrational version of yourself, right? And that is what creates, that's what uh, dissolves the feeling of pain. So yeah, it's a good thing. You need it. You know, you could look at it like your evolutionary point. Your dark night of the soul is the evolutionary point. The dark night of the soul is the trigger to your um, ascension. The dark night of the soul is the old self coming up to die. The dark night of the soul can be so many things, but essentially it's just a dark version of you coming up to meet the light, blending between the two and one of them dropping. They only drop when you let one drop. So the dark night of the soul old aspect drops when you allow yourself to not be attached to that version of yourself, right? And we become not attached to that version of ourselves by having more compassion and self-love for recognizing that our human is in it, right? Our human is having a hard time going through this experience, but your higher self, your conscious self is so excited. It's so grateful that you're here because it knows that if you're here in this point of the dark night of the soul, then you are at a point where you get to access a higher version of yourself, 
if you desire it, if you want to look at it. So let me know, Mike, if that uh, was helpful for you. Um, I believe that it was. And I think it probably explains something to you, you know, of why we desire it and why it seems so painful. It's so painful because our human self is holding on for dear life, hoping that it doesn't have to die. And I'm talking about like your dark night of the soul and your old self is so many different aspects of you. Like there's infinite aspects that go through the dark night of the soul. Sometimes they go through a, a lot as one time. And sometimes they go through singularly. Like it's not just one thing. And like, it's the, that's it. Your old version of yourself. Like it's whatever aspect in that moment is coming up to clear is what your dark night of the soul is all about. Thanks for joining us for today's show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at thespiritualroom.co and on the blog at www.thespiritualroom.blog. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.